Spoilers ahead. Spoilers ahead. Welcome to Max Mike Movies, the show that asks the question, huh? Today, is that a question? Hmm? Is that a question? It is. Today we're uh, following up on one of our earlier shows about trailers. Trailers. Ooh. From the ATC Open Aluminum Car Trailer to the Woodford Twin Axle Car Transporter Trailer, they have uh, been Max, part of our culture and Max, our movies since time Max, immemorial. And Max. What? Not that kind of trailer. Are, are you sure? Yes. Dude, I've got like 15 pages. Max. What? Max. What? Episode I, 41 uh, or 32 or whatever the hell it was. Cause, I, no, no, yeah. no. This. Oh, oh, my God. You don't understand. I've got like. I was going to bring in Windstream, Max. you know, for, for, for RV trailers. Max. And, yeah. What's the name of the show? Line. Max Mike. <laughs> movies. Right. Movie Max trailers. Mike, we're talking about movie trailers. Ha ha. I am just having the fun with you. And so am I. You're fired. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, again, yes, we are talking about movie trailers, specifically the movie trailers that we discussed in our ancient times in the trailer trash show we did a few months ago. We've at, we have actually now seen the movies, and now we will eat the neckties. I mean, talk Yay. talk about them. Talk about them. We will actually and talk. Hmm? We'll find out if we were right, but of yes. course we were. Of course. <laughs> like that's a question. Yes, we'll discuss the, the trailer, how well the trailer represented the movie. Did we like the movie? Did we like the trailer? How did it work out? And how we kind of, we made like predictions or guesses about what we think of the movies and how close did we come? Ooh. Yes. I am your trailer trash host, Max Levine. And I'm the guy who changes the oil once a month, Mike Luce. Uh, On and, your trailer. Yep. And Do, uh, do trailers change their oil? Yes, they do. Would you like to know the the mechanism? No. Okay, moving the... on. Damn it! <laughs> Stop it! I don't care about your research. I have all this knowledge about trailers now. Listen, Winnebago breath. We have a oh, show Winnebago to do. Winnebago is not a trailer. It's a self-propelled vehicle. Oh, therefore, it is not a trailer. Fired! 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 <laughs> if you would like to help host this show, write us at <laughs> us at maxmikemovies.com because there is an opening coming very soon. And. Uh, as usual, you can listen to us either on our website, MaxMikeMovies.com, where we have the entire vast archive of our many, many show. And uh, you can catch us on the Twitter and the Facebook at MaxMikeMovies. Uh, actually, just MaxMikeMovies. And uh, you can and probably are listening to us on your favorite podcast app, if your favorite podcast app is the Apple Podcast or the Google Podcast. Hey, I'm going to actually ask a question of our audience. Would you please, A, use our email address to answer this question? Mm -hmm. How do you listen to our show? Oh, yeah, are you getting it from the website? Are you getting it from a podcast app? What are you doing? Yeah, seriously. Is it drop us a line at us at maxmikemovies.com. That's actually, I'd be interested to know that too. Partially because uh, we also want to make sure the email address works. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it does. But it, most of the stuff I've, the email, uh, I, and I appreciate this. Would you like to make it bigger? Yeah. I, I, <laughs> click, 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 click. What do our, I, I, our listeners apparently are showing a real inordinate interest in my reproductive system because uh, <laughs> I get an awful lot of very click, helpful... Click, 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 <laughs> Very helpful offers. Um, so far, none of which have worked, but I'll keep trying. Um, <laughs> I do appreciate you making the effort. And by the way, to Prince Ngali, the check's on the way. Don't worry about it. Oh, you didn't. Oh, what? Max. He okay. seems like such right. a nice guy. I'm sure. Yeah. Now, yes. uh, we've gotten the business out of the way. Yes. We shall now go on to the trailers. The show. Mm -hmm. What is our first trailer? He said, hoping you're doing it in the same order that he's doing it. <laughs> I'm pretty, I, I hope I am. The first trailer, of course, is the Elton John biopic Rocket Man. Excuse me, is the life story of Dame Elton John. <laughs> Dame Elton John. Yes. She was knighted, you know. <laughs> Originally, Reginald Dwight. Mm. That's Dwight with a D. I got that wrong the last time. That's all right. So, Mike, what did you think? How, did the did the trailer did the movie deliver on the trailer's promise? Well, I actually would like to go back and and uh, let uh, remind people of what we originally thought. You thought looking at the trailer only that mm -hmm. it was going to be a standard rock biopic that it was going to feel a lot like bohemian rhapsody which is mm -hmm. a, i think a fair uh, assessment at that point 
Uh, you were not heavily anticipating it. You thought mm. it would be okay. Yeah. A, if I may quote, decent movie with good music. Um, my note was the made-up fantasy of Elton John's life spattered with near facts. <laughs> I was interested in this little trip to Oz. The trailer felt a little packed. Yeah. Thought it might be enjoyable. Yeah, the trailer was full of a lot of information, a lot of visual stuff, and it didn't entirely make the flavor oh. of the of the movie clear. I actually think it did a great job, as it turns out. Yeah, as it um, turned out, so, it actually kind of did because the movie. Yeah, the made-up like fantasy part spattered with mere facts. That's almost dead on exactly what yeah, happened. Yeah, Mike pretty much pegged that one. It's <laughs> now to be fair, it. it Elton John himself said this movie is more of a fantasy of his life than the actual thing. Right. And uh, as seen as that, yeah, it works. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It was, it was, I really didn't think it was going to be people breaking into song, but that's exactly what it was. Several points. And it, yeah. It works surprisingly well, especially when he's a little kid and the whole neighborhood just like starts singing and it's like, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, there's some great imagery in it. I love the image of him sitting at the bottom of the pool singing Rocket Man. It's a great image. Um, I also listened to a podcast whose name I keep forgetting. Um, a friend of mine said, hey, here's this podcast where they interview Elton John right after the movie and ask him about it. And this is where I found out that, yeah, he was a producer. But he also said, I'm not picking any songs and I'm not overseeing anything. You guys do whatever you want. And so whatever they picked was was what they picked. Um factually accurate probably not but probably it was not. fun yeah. and i liked the imagery and of course as you pointed out uh, what was likely to be the case is that it had good music in it so mm -hmm. you can't go wrong there and um, taron edgerton oh he's terrific taron edgerton just walks away with it he does he does a great job um there were some interesting bits in that podcast where they had the original uh versions of the song and then the taron edgerton ones and it's they are a different interpretation as mm -hmm. you would expect but they're good mm -hmm. and they're not like trying to stamp all over elton john um, so I ended up enjoying it more than I thought I would. Hmm. How about you? Yeah, I would say that was, that was true for me too. I thought it was going to be like, eh, okay. But I thought it was really well done. I thought some of it was very moving. Yeah. I thought the portrayal of his parents, I thought that was really interesting because that's a very different kind of dysfunctional family than you usually see in these movies. Right. It's not just the standard, oh, they're all drunks and they beat him. It's, just the complete absence of affection. Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, there's a heartbreaking, I thought, line where he's telling, he's coming out to his mother. You know, and she's tell, he's telling her that she, over the phone that he's gay because it's about to break in the newspapers. And she says, oh, darling, I've known for years. I just didn't care. Yeah. It's like, ah! Well... But it's not like I, I, I didn't care. The way she says it, it's not like I didn't care because you're still my son and I love you. It's like, no, I just didn't care. It didn't mean anything to me. Yeah, and I suppose that's fair. Um, I mean, to be fair, also, when uh, I had a similar situation, I, did, I didn't do it over the phone. Um, my mother's entire reaction was, oh. And a lot of silence and me going, what the hell just happened? <laughs> so it's, and, and as I told her at the time, I said, well, it's a hell of a lot better than get out of my house. Yeah. Well, of course, by then, Elton John had long since gotten out of the yeah, house. Yeah, but it, that's the tragedy or uh, of his, his childhood. His mother just didn't give a crap about him. She just didn't care. No, and he obviously had a real love for his father, who I think could care even less than her. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, couldn't care even less than Oh, and that's, a, that's another sad part where, you know, his father wouldn't even hug him, wouldn't touch him, barely looked no. at him. And then he sees him, his parents get divorced, and he sees him with his new family, and he's very affectionate with his new sons. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, well, what did I do wrong? And we, we don't know. Yeah. Um, factually accurate again, I honestly don't know that I know any more about Elton John now, except for the, the family issues than I did before, because mm. I don't really trust anything in the movie um i don't necessarily trust the fact that one of his early bandmates was named elton and that's why he stole the name that eh, could have happened um i did find out that that is literally how he and uh, bernie topin met he went to a music publisher and they said uh do something with this guy and pulled an envelope out of a stack and it happened to be bernie topin um <laughs> But uh, Elton said specifically in the interview, it's like he and Bernie have never had any, there's never been a romantic thing at all. Mm -hmm. Bernie's very straight. Elton never felt about him that way. He, he loved him like a brother. 
Um, they're still which comes you know, across very, very, very nicely in the movie. I think that's very sweet. Yeah, but personally, uh, you know, again, can't trust the film yeah. because I want to think if anybody's life could spontaneously erupt into a musical number, it would be Elton John. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I know I can't believe that. So. And again, the but I think they they did a nice job of like showing just how fast he rose to fame. I mean, he was what twenty four when he was yeah. the number one recording artist. Well, you know, it was a lot easier back then because there were so much fewer people. <laughs> No, you don't know. I think there were an awful lot of bands in that. Are you trying to say I just made that up? Yes, I am. Ah. I think you're lying, Grandpa. Yeah, yeah, well, you know. I don't know. It's it's Britain. It's easy to be famous in Britain. Everyone knows that. (laughs) Sure, right. Another another fact. Those Beatle kids, you know. And now Max and I will start singing. (laughs) No, we won't. One One thing I was not crazy about, and it's a really minor point, I've never been a big fan of the song I'm Still Standing and the fact that they end the movie with it, I was kind of disappointed. I was like, he's got so many better songs. The only thing Well, that and we, are, been... we already saw him do it as the gorilla. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that too. Yeah, so, you know, those who haven't seen Sing, it's Taron Edgerton doing Elton John as a gorilla. <laughs> as he was meant to do. And you know what? If he had done that song in the movie in a gorilla suit, I wouldn't have blinked an eye because it would have... <laughs> been just fine i Honestly, love him going to uh aa in that devil costume oh yeah which whatever again, that was. you assume was more metaphorical but yeah he Probably. goes in one of his insane spangly outfits with the three foot platform shoes and he's walking and sitting down in the circle of folding chairs yeah and and, I, and you can tell it's a fantasy because nobody bats an eye no it, it's it's a really cool bracketing device Mm-hmm. Um, cause how do you, cause you, obviously the film does not go to present day. It doesn't even come close. Mm. Um, because we don't see Sir Elton. Yep. We well, never see him getting knighted. Older. Yeah. <laughs> or that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah. it's fun. And it, I did actually felt that it didn't really remind me of Bohemian Rhapsody no. at all because of the many, um, musical numbers and the odd. And of course, sometimes they have other people singing them, which actually works out really well. Um, and I all have to say that I, you know, Bernie Topin, say what you will. Um, I don't always understand what he's talking about hmm. and giving it context, whether or not that's the context of the song, I thought was actually pretty cool, especially hmm. when they had other people singing it. So, yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. It I was, did too, the, and the, I, I thought, and I think, sorry, finish. I, I think that I think the trailer did a pretty good job. It's like, I didn't think, I thought it was, it was sort of aggrandizing what was going to be otherwise much more of a fairly cut and dry movie. And it's like, nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I think so, and I, and I have to say I was wrong. I, you're, I agree with you. I don't think it was like Bohemian Rhapsody. No, yeah. and, but you know, there's reason to think that. Yeah. Okay, so. shall we move on? The show trailer two, which was Toy Story four, yes. uh, and we were sort of messed up on this one because we only got a teaser. We didn't yeah. really get much. It was sort of them and the and Forky and. And you know, oh, hilarity will ensue, and, the, and so the, on and so forth. The two forth. plush toys in the in the carnival. And if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. I thought that the story should have stayed ended. I uh, said that I was very tired of Disney sucking the life out of their properties. Mm. I don't want any more Toy Story. Just don't want it. And I was kind of annoyed all around. Max, do you remember what you said? Yeah, because if I, you don't, I do. yeah, no, I, I was saying. Uh, that uh, I agreed. I said it ended so beautifully in Toy Story 3, I didn't feel this was necessary. And I'm really tired of You've Got a Friend in Me. Yeah, kind of a lot. Yeah. Although, I do have to say, in Toy Story 3, I like the fact that they did a Spanish version. <laughs> I like. <laughs> sure. I liked El Buzzo. I thought he was fun. But El Buzzo, yeah. Well, I think I've only seen it once, so I don't remember yeah. it that well. And to be fair, this was uh, one of two trailers in our mix mm. where it turned out... Well, I, don't, I know they got an, another full trailer later for Toy yeah. Story 4, but it was pretty close to when the film came out. They really weren't letting us know much of anything. Nope. Um, and the teaser really told... There was nothing. We were all... we were. I know we were concentrating on the idea that Buzz is stuck in a carnival, which happens for 10 minutes. Yeah, it's not a but, major... It, it, most of the movie doesn't take place that uh, with that plot. It is a plot wow. point. It's a significant plot point because then they introduce the two other characters who were played by George, by Key and Peel, which I, I really I really liked them and I thought they were pretty funny. Yeah, but so so I think it's fair to say that the teaser did not really represent the film yeah. because we didn't see anything. Nope. So that that was kind of a 
And I, I don't think it really made... I Actually, I'm sure it didn't make either of us really look forward to seeing this film. No, did not for me. But we did, didn't we? We did see it. And So, yeah. what, what did you think of Toy Story 4? I thought it was okay. I liked it. Um, I thought it was funny. There were enough good jokes. I don't think it measured up to the last three because I think they kept... We argued about this the last time. I think they kept getting better. And right. this did not. The stakes weren't as high. It wasn't as... It didn't have the same kind of emotional impact. Uh, the others had fairly clear um, negative characters, villains, that worked really well, and they were complex and interesting. And this one, the villain kind of falls apart. And Isn't that another way of saying complex? Uh, <laughs> no, it's called... It's usually copping out because... The villains and the others don't reform. They just they some of them change, but they're forced to. They don't have a choice. Well, to be fair, Pixar can do that. Uh, oh, I, yeah. I can't remember the character's name, but in Ratatouille, the villain does a one eighty, and it works great. Partially because we don't want to see him fall off something, because well, you know there's lots of tall stuff in Paris. <laughs> well, if you mean, depends who you mean by the villain. If you mean the food critic, uh, yes. Yeah, and I was thinking. I always I don't think of him as the villain. I think of him as an antagonist. The villain I thought was the the chef at the head of the kitchen. You know, the nasty little guy. I wouldn't think guy. of him as... Yeah, I wouldn't think of him as being the villain only because they spend the whole film really trying to impress the one guy. Yeah. He just gets in the way. He's he's almost more of a henchman even though he's in charge of the kitchen. Yeah, that's true. He does come off as more of, more of a henchman. But anyway, yeah. back to this one. Um, I liked it. I, I, I thought it was fun bringing back Bo Peep. I liked the idea of a community of lost toys. The world building is fun. <laughs> I, I thought... I kind of like the idea of Forky at the beginning, except so many questions this raises. Yeah. And yeah, this is when, when you've written a, a fantasy a logic mm. and you realize that you've only written the first law. Yeah. And there's like another 40 to go. And suddenly things get weird. But yeah, go the ahead. The best thing in it, though, is Keanu Reeves as, <laughs> as Duke Kaboom. And boy, do you thought never thought you'd say I that, never thought would I would say Keanu Reeves was the best thing in a movie. I think I have to go outside and check for flying pigs. Oh, oh, I love flying pigs. They're delicious, <laughs> especially when they fly over the fire yep, a few yep, times. Yep. Um, I, you know, and he's utterly unrecognizable. I'd heard he was in this. I totally forgot he was in it. I heard him. I didn't know it was yeah. him. And he's great. He really is. He's so funny. Again, he's not the most complex character. He's not the most interesting, but he is the funniest. Yeah. And he, he represents a toy that I remember when it came mm. out and was the biggest thing. Oh, yeah. All the kids in my neighborhood had the Evil Knievel doll, which would sit there. And I actually like their version better. The original one, you had this crank, and you would crank it, and it would go, yeah. and then you'd let go, and he'd go jump over something, usually somebody's brother, a dog, yep. or a shoe, whatever is handy. <laughs> and in this one, it's like, oh, no, it's a plunger like dynamite. Oh, that makes much more sense. Mm -hmm. It's so much cooler. Um, and if there isn't going to be a Duke Kaboom, toy I then somebody yeah, somebody has been should have been fired. somebody's missing out I I did like that I like the fact that uh, it brings up the issue of why a toy is abandoned another one which was it's not like it is on the commercial because there are kids who get really disappointed by that oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, it, pretty much all of us yeah <laughs> yeah but the, my toy didn't do that it doesn't talk and now they of course because there's been lawsuits you have when you see those those commercials now it says at the bottom toy does not actually talk. yes toy does because not actually all, fly yeah. toy is not fun mm. um it's because it, you yeah. know we always have to sue somebody and coffee is hot and water is wet and don't forget to keep breathing <laughs> folks <laughs> yep. uh it's i'm gonna go out what, there and say it's fine mm -hmm. It's fine. Uh-oh. You know, That's Mike, it's Mike's fine. famous damning with faint praise line. Do I think that people went and saw this with their kids and had a good time? Sure. It doesn't break any boundaries. Um, oh, sure, the graphics are nice. You know, it's. I'm sure it's. if I compared this to three or two and certainly one, the graphics are a step up. The people are doing their jobs. There wasn't any reason for this. Mm. We didn't need yeah. it. Um, my original assessment really... It, it's I think is spot on. It should have ended. This doesn't add anything except now we can say we can have Toy Story movies without Woody in it. Mm. Oops, sorry, sorry about yeah, that. Because uh, you know when when the lightning hits him and he bursts into flames, yeah, it's yeah. Really when he, when very he ascends scary. into toy heaven and becomes Saint Woody. Right. 
Yeah, and what happened to that whole like, oh, if kids see us, then we freeze forever or something? Yeah. Like, or actually, they don't actually no, say that. No, they that's, never that's say the, that because uh, we know that's they, that Jim Henson thing. Yeah, that, that yes, that was the strangely similar Jim Henson special, the Christmas toy that. There's yeah. a lot of the same stuff uh, in it. But anyway. So apparently the, the – and to be fair, they do this in the first yeah. film. But apparently the only risk if you're seen moving is that you're seen moving. Yeah. Well, because then suddenly they, people start asking questions like, oh, dear God, they're alive. And this is where Max's little comment about they hadn't thought this mm. through pops up because, yeah. See, the toy that's being driven – the skunk, the radio-controlled skunk, apparently that's not sentient for reasons we don't understand. Even though we've so seen they can... sentient radio-controlled cars. Right. In fact, in this film. Because yeah. we see Kari or yeah, whatever somebody. his name is, and they're going to save it. And, uh... and apparently, all you need to do to create a sentient toy, as we find out with Forky, is take a random piece of plastic and write, you know, stick some vague features on it and write your name on the bottom. This and call it a toy. This apparently bestows the power of life. So children are gods, apparently, <laughs> and can cre create armies of minions with just a few magic markers and some uh, craft supplies. Sadly, the intelligence of the toy does seem to be connected <laughs> uh, very, very much so to its um, its um, makeup. Yeah, well, Forky... if you're a fork with... <laughs> He's not too bright. Yeah, he, he gets there though. He's you can tell he becomes a little more more articulate. I mean, at first all he can say is trash. He can be taught. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I thought it was uh, okay, and I li I liked to Bo Peep. It was nice to hear Annie Potts again. Um, yeah, but it's fine. Yeah, it was okay. It was not yeah. up. I don't think it lives up to the legacy. No, and, I don't either. I it's it's kind of like Godfather Four. Why four? There were only two. Oh, that's right. We there were discussion. only two. <laughs> yeah, I have only seen the first one, so <clears throat> for me, there's only one. But you know, you know, if you haven't seen it, I know we gave away a little yeah. bit of spoiler there. But hey, we, it's not like we don't say that in the beginning yeah. of the film. Yeah, it's uh, it's fun. It it's fine. Yeah, and it's it's it is not going to be on the top shelf yeah. anywhere. You will not be bored. Um, it's not boring. It's fun to watch. It's just it. No, <sighs> Pixar has a very high bar and. It doesn't clear it. They used to. Yeah. Now not so much. Mm. <laughs> they've they've been they've been lowering. Although it goes up and down yeah. because you know Brave, which I really wanted to like, yeah. um, is just kind of a mess. I like the main character a lot. Mm -hmm. I love the character design. I love the fact that it's characters with a Scottish accent that are actually in Scotland, yeah. <laughs> as opposed to being Vikings. Because I never did <laughs> understand that one. How did um, name your bloody dragon? <laughs> But the storytelling is just kind of messed up in that yeah. film. It's it's uneven. Yeah. And then, but then we get things like Coco, which is fantabulous oh, gorgeous. and so much I fun. I love Coco and great music um, and and Inside Out, a film that should oh, not have worked. It's, it's like, hey kids, here's how your brain works. And it's so good. <laughs> that it that is, really it was. That good. was like a masterpiece. That was one of Pixar's. I think that's up there in the top ten. I think it's terrific. And yeah, then so this, this this happens. I think I, they need to stop doing sequels. Well, yeah, we're certainly not the first people to say that, but it really feels like they have run out of ideas, mm. and I know they haven't. No, but it, I know that there are people there that can tell a new and good and interesting story. But well, they got a couple coming out next year that I am looking forward to. Well, one I'm looking forward to, the other I don't know what it's about. Uh, what was uh, the the one that's like the modern fantasy world? And there's yeah, one called Soul, it, which who knows what that's going to be. Yeah, the Modern Fantasy World one just doesn't feel like a Pixar film. It looks like it could be fun and funny, but it's like, why isn't this a Disney film? Yeah, it, it also looks like, like it's... Just, it looks very much like a cartoon. Yes. Mm. Which, you know, hey, if it's that? a good story and it's told well, I don't care. It re I really don't care. Because Max and I were talking about this a little bit before the show. The, the new Lion King, uh, as we record yeah. this, comes out tonight. Mm. But by the time you hear this, we'll have been out for almost two months. Yeah. And it, at first, when you look at it, it's like, wow, the animation's great. It looks like real animals and blah, blah, blah. We should go. And then you look at any part of the original film and go, oh, that's what's missing yeah. the joy. Yeah. No, yeah. It, maybe the movie's different. But from the trailers and the clips, there's no sense of joy in it. It's actually very similar to me to the live action. I don't even know why we call it that. Well, there was at least one live action being in the Jungle Book. But it's huh. missing a lot of the fun and the joy that was in it. Yeah. But 
So. Yeah, that's what it looks like with it. And I don't understand why they're calling them live action. Uh, big guy, I don't either, because it's not like Disney has, like, you know, been damned for making animated films. Yeah, it's not live action. They're all CG. <laughs> no. Eh, yeah. but we could go yeah, on and yeah. on. We did a whole show about Disney. Yeah. We did a whole series about Disney, and perhaps, Maybe perhaps we will. one day we will. Yeah. Oh, real quick before I forget, yeah. I wanted to mention that uh, I'll give another thanks to one of our dear listeners, and this is, again, uh, Michael Q. Dans, who gave us the original idea for this mm -hmm. show. Thanks, Mike. Uh, if you have an idea... Yeah, yeah, Weasel, uh, thanks for, for giving us the idea. We will Your check's in the mail. You will get 10% uh, of what we yep. make. Guess how much And that we're going to send you a genuine no prize. No, no prize. Yep. Enough said. Mm -hmm. Excelsior. Wink. Speaking of yeah, which. So get, uh, speaking of well, if you have suggestions, don't forget to email us. Oh, but yes. yeah, speaking of which, what is our next trailer, man? next trailer is Captain Marvel. The show. Marvel. Marvel. Yes. When Captain Marvel throws her mighty... Negabands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, before we get into the trailer, yeah. I have a, a little bit of, of stuff to talk about this uh, this film. Oh, do? Uh, I do. So, uh, this week, uh, it was announced that they have decided to recast the part of 007. Oh, yeah. However, they're not recasting James Bond. What? So... Very interestingly, and this is, they made their own spoiler because this is a big news story. Um, there's been a lot of talk about diversifying the role and that this role is very much of a dinosaur. Um, they've updated him some, but really he could go a little bit further. Daniel Craig has been, shall we say, yeah. very vocal about not wanting to play James Bond yeah. anymore. And so there's been like, who will be the next Bond? Well, the people who make Bond films did something very interesting. They actually announced that 007 in this film will not be played, uh, in, at least entirely, by Daniel Craig, but will be played by one of the co-stars of this film, Lashana Lynch, who plays Captain Marvel's best friend. Monica Rambeau. Monica Rambeau. First which I blood. thought was actually... Sorry, yes. Which, which is very cool, because she's a lot of fun in this, mm. and I'd like to see more yeah. of her. So, that's one piece of information. The other, when I went to look up her name, because I didn't remember it... Out of the corner of my eye, I saw another name in the list of actors for Captain Marvel, and I was like, no crap. Huh? One of the scrolls in this film uh -huh. is a character named Norex, which I couldn't pick one scroll out from another. Well, Isn't that some kind of ointment do. for hemorrhoids? Uh, it uh, does decrease inflammation. Ah, okay. uh, so yeah, Norex, buy it at the drugstore near you. Norex. <laughs> That's N-O-R-E-X. Anyway. Um, yeah, so I saw this name and I was like, oh my god, it is him. Ooh, ooh. The kid, I'm sorry, the actor who plays Norex the Skrull was one of the, I don't know what you could call them, but the comic store kids that used to hang around at the Million Year Picnic. Oh my god! His name was Matt Marr, and Matt Marr has gone on to be an actor, which I did know. I thought he was mostly a stage actor, but uh, he's been in a couple of other films you may have heard of, like Dogma oh. and uh, Jersey Girl and a bunch of other things. Wow. But I was like, holy crap, you one know of the comic store kids. I know a scroll. And it's like, he used to hang out. It was a couple of years when I first started working there, and he was the, the picnic kid. Um, he would sit there and read comics for hours and go off on his skateboard. He was a skateboard uh, kid. And we'd send him off to get, get us lunch or, or whatever. And he was a really nice kid. And then he, you know, got to high school and said the heck with this and went off to do other oh. things. But I was like, oh, my God, a picnic kid is a scroll. Oh, How right. awesome is that? That's very so, cool. Anyway, uh, go, go, you, go, you go ahead. I had to interject. That's there, okay. So. Uh, first of all, I would like to say, called it. Jude Law was, in fact, Yon Rog, as I predicted. You did indeed. You did indeed. I win the internet. Um, so uh, You have to pay for it. The trailer, I think, again, it's one of the ones where it threw a lot of stuff at you. But the trailer, mm -hmm. I think, gave a very clear picture of what the movie w was going to be. I don't... There weren't a... There were a few surprises. One being... Yeah. yeah spoiler. This trailer sets up the scrolls as the bad guys. It right. turns out they are not. They are the good guy. No. They are the oppressed people. Which... And, and if you have not seen uh, Spider-Man Far From Home... Well, we'll be nice. That one's fairly recent. We'll, we'll not mention about the Skrulls and that movie, although now I've just connected them. <laughs> yeah, nice job there. Oops. Yeah. I guess I don't know what spoiler means. No, apparently not. <laughs> Let me look yeah. it up. Spoiler is this. Oh, it's dear. A, okay. Yeah. It's an interesting touch. Again, as I thought, the movie looked amazing, like a lot of the Marvel movies do. Uh, um, you also you had another prediction that you got correct. Uh, which one was that? 
you predicted that the cat was going to be an alien. Yes, that's right. And it, and it was. I was right, but that it was not a scroll. It was a a flurkin. And you said that yep. you said not scroll. I bet it, there was a story, and then Max went on into this little nerd rage yep. of recounting uh, way too much information about the original Captain Marvel comic, which I will now repeat. You see, ah! the ori- <laughs> no fired, 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 fired. I'm I'm stacking. I'm stacking. You're not even getting tossed. <laughs> No, I, I uh, have to say uh, that was one thing about this, this this movie. I I was not like, oh no, they're going to ruin the character because honestly, Captain Marvel, the guy, didn't have a lot of character to ruin. He no. wasn't very interesting. No. Uh, Actually, you know, the most it, interesting thing about him was that he died. Yeah, and yeah, the he was like what the first comic book character to die of cancer. Oh, and of course, he was when he kept changing into Rick Jones. Yeah, yeah. That was just, giving Rick Jones yet something else to do. Yeah, which is um, an interesting connection if you think about it. So here's a character named Captain Marvel who occasionally turns into a young boy or a young man. Uh, which oh, is, we'll get yeah, to We're that. getting to another Captain Marvel or Captain Sparkle Fingers who has right. a similar thing, but any, that's pretty much the only thing they had in common. Um, you know, I never we, noticed that. I wonder if that was Marvel just looking DC straight in the face going, I dare you, I dare you, I dare you, I dare you. <laughs> that may be. Do you have a character named Captain Marvel? No, you don't. And why is that? Because we are Marvel. We know everything. <laughs> or something. Anyway. Um, I like Just like in the trailer, I like the fact that they make Nick Fury a cat person. Although, yeah. that's such an odd explanation. <laughs> I think by the end of the movie, he wasn't a cat person Yeah, it was anymore. such an odd explanation for losing his eye. And it... it Makes me wonder, you know, the first time he ever refers to his eye, it's in, I don't remember, one of the Iron Man or the Captain America movies, and he says, last time I trusted someone, I lost an eye. Is he talking about the cat? Apparently. That was just odd. Cats are trustworthy and good. <laughs> but uh, All cats. Um, as far, so as far, the trailer, I think, uh, worked very well. I think the trailer was very, it told us what to expect. The movie itself, uh, I like a lot of it. Uh, I like the story. I like the the origin they give her. I think it's better than the ones in the comic books. Uh, when I press my bands together, Shazay! Oh, I can't yeah, say yeah. that. Katang. Katanga, uh, yeah. That was, that was his big sound effect when he slapped the nega bands together. But, uh, and even Ms. Marvel, who was like, oh, I was nearby at one point being rest because she used to be his girlfriend or his his damsel in distress and that's how she oh, ended his up danvers with, in distress yeah that's how she ended up with powers and blah 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 and originally she was ms marvel and she, eh, doesn't matter but uh nerd yes yes <laughs> i liked annette benning i i liked her as the kree supreme intelligence i remember thinking how are they going to do that the kree supreme intelligence which rules the kree looks so silly in the comic books uh, is that the giant head with all the tubes coming out It is top? literally like on Third Rock from the Sun, the big giant head. It's a big green <laughs> head for, I don't know why it's green, with all these tubes coming out of the top, and it's in a great big fishbowl. And it's just goofy. And here, okay, it's an AI, and they've got it. It can look like whatever it wants, and it's like, okay, I'm, I'm good with that. That's actually more sinister, really. Yeah, I mean, it could have been a lot worse. It could have been Modok, the oh, giant Lord. head in a floating and chair. With the little bitty <laughs> toy arms and legs, yes. Little bitty arms. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the one problem I had, honestly, was I don't, I, I didn't really like Brie Larson's performance. I thought it was honestly too restrained. Mm. It was very downplayed, which is okay, that's good. It's not over the top, but it didn't make me that interested in the character. I thought most of the side characters were more interesting. Speaking of which, there's been some uh, comments on internet uh, bulletin boards and such, because that's a great place to be reading and wallowing or whatever Mm -hmm. the verb is. Um, People suggesting that they would rather have seen uh, Lashana Lynch play Carol Danvers Mm -hmm. than Brie Larson. And I have to say, you know what? I probably would have enjoyed that more, too. She was actually kind of cooler. She was a more interesting character. She had a lot more energy about her. Hell, even her daughter, I thought, was more interesting. So I have a question for you. Uh, how much of the movie do you remember? Not as much as I thought I would. Honestly, yeah. a lot of it just sort of faded. I remember yeah. Sh- uh, Shazam and I remember Toy Story 4 a lot better. It's not just, I mean, I saw, I saw Shazam and Captain Marvel around the same time. 
Yeah. So, yeah, it's not one of the more memorable ones. What did, what did you no. think? Well, I thought the trailer was very... I remember saying it was very coherent. It gave me a good idea of what the story was. And it didn't... Thankfully, it didn't lie. Because mm-hmm. sometimes trailers do lie. Yeah. They will throw things in. It's like, oh, that never happened. Um, so, like that whole scene for when they do The Force Awakens. There is never a scene where anybody hands her the lightsaber mm-hmm. and says, You're, you know, people in your family are the blah, blah, blah. It never happens. Um, so they don't lie. It gave us a pretty good idea of the story. But uh, I was much more enthusiastic for the film until I saw it. Mm. And unfortunately, the film really suffers from feeling like it was needed, not that it was necessary, if that makes sense. Oh, I see. It was more like, okay, we have to have this to work out Avengers Endgame. Right. And because of that, we... We have to introduce a lot of stuff. They basically introduce, oh, I don't know, everything. Yeah. So, and they don't connect it to anything, right? Because except for for um, Samuel Jackson, who's playing, as you <laughs> referred to him, the euthanized yeah. Nick Fury. Yeah, um, that was very well and, and done. We a, I gotta say, it, I wasn't uncanny valley. It, it wasn't creepy, except for the fact that every so often I'm going, he, why is he so young? Oh, right, right. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it was frighteningly well done. Yeah. Um, and Agent Colson too. Yes, to Agent Colson, which was Craig, nice. I always like seeing Agent yep. Colson. Um, the problem is that it wasn't particularly memorable. It was. It felt like, you know, Avengers three point five. You know, it's like before you move on, see this. And I think it's also safe to say that the character, whether at least in the comics, and I have not read any of the most recent ones, mm-hmm. but you know. The earlier comics, Carol Danvers, um, Rick Jones, Captain Marvel, whatever, Marvel, which was his original name, um, really aren't very interesting. And they don't kind of fix that problem in this movie. I don't know. Jude I, Law's, I thought Jude, Carol. Jude, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Jude Law. I was going to say Jude Law, Jude Law was fine. Yeah. Um, you know, I like Jude Law well enough. He, he, and Annette Benning, I actually thought she was very creepy as the Supreme Intelligence. Mm. Um, and I actually liked the idea. It was like, I'm going to make you see what I want you to see. Um, cause I'm going to make you see everything that I want you to see, not just me. Mm-hmm. Um, there's definitely good parts to it, but you know, I also, the, the origin, I was like, okay, this is one of the most Marvel origins ever. I was near an explosion. Now I have superpowers. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was okay. bitten by a radioactive Cree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ang, 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 so, ang, ang. <laughs> uh, delicious. Now I can, I can lift things with my mind. Yeah. The, the, the look hot. I don't. Yeah, the idea that the cosmic level powers, in effect, came from the Tesseract or the Infinity Stone or whatever, the cosmic. Which is cube. okay because they're t- they're totally undefined. Yeah, it's I a- can fly in space and uh, shoot things and stuff. Yeah, and it, yeah, her power set. They're clearly going with the much later version of Captain Marvel, who right. energy absorption and survival in space, and that's cool because again, stop building the character and champions in the back of your head. <laughs> I'm not. Yes, you totally I are. Totally am. You're making up NPCs. I can feel it. I am it. not. Shut up. R2 R2. Yep, yep the Captain Marvel 2 Sun Crusher appears. <laughs> Sorry, we're talking about a right. role-playing game called Champions. Um anyway, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, I thought it was okay, but yeah, it's very much a filler movie. It's a connector. It's yeah. like, yeah, this'll help uh, with this and I would like to see. I, I'm hoping. I'm looking forward to the sequel. I would. I hope they do more with her because she's a really interesting character. Really, I think my so. My whole feeling was, I, I don't care if they do another movie or not. Yeah. I want, which to see, is a shame. I want to see more about her. I want to see her adjusting to do more to being a human again and trying to integrate the Cree experience and sorting the false memories from the real ones. She's kind of too powerful, though. It's a good thing that she went off into space. Yeah. Because oh, no, that's she, kind of where she needs to be. Yeah, the power set there is way... I mean, and in the comic books, you got I got to say, she's been now described as one of the most powerful characters. Yeah. So it's on there, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit like, over here we have the God of Thunder, and over here we have a guy with a bow. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I think I saw him in sport in the uh, sports <laughs> store that right. day. I like the way you tether balls, sir. You want to fight Ultron? <laughs> he was selling socks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> socks. Hey, Hawkeye, how much for these? Okay. Um, yeah, so it's fine. Um, yeah, it's okay. It's I think bad. if you 
if the sad and we're gonna get to to Avengers, that's our last one. Mm-hmm. But the sad thing is, if you didn't see this when she shows up in Avengers Avengers Endgame, which is not a spoiler because she's in the mm-hmm. in the I think she's in the preview, uh, you would be like, who's that? Literally, who's that? No idea. Yeah. Um, so it's it's kind of I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, it's it's whatever. I don't care if they do anymore. Um, so I, I think we can both agree that this film was just sort of meh. Yeah, definitely up there in the meh. Yeah, considering. Marvel has such a good run, and they've done such such great movies. You know, Daredevil, Elektra. <laughs> that was just, just brilliant. And Both of the Hulk movies. Yeah, <laughs> no, the, yeah. the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe has done a lot of really good stuff, and this is just not one of their better ones. No. The Show. Speaking of not one of their better yeah. ones, our next trailer was for Hellboy. Oh the re... <laughs> Are we giving anything away? The reboot of the uh, mega giant uh, franchise of a... Well, there was two of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, uh, as was noted in the show, that we, we looked at a preview which both of us thought was completely lacking in any kind of hints at what the story was going to be. And literally the day after we recorded the show, they came out with a new one which did explain... A lot yeah, of them. so yeah. so our, they listened to our our uh, feedback. Yeah, and uh, yeah. before we actually broadcast it, and, and <laughs> they totally said, listened. You know, that that yeah, that trailer needs fixing because yeah. it did. Yeah. Um, Max felt that it had a complete lack of Ron Perlman, mm. uh, which I agree, it did have a complete and noticeable lack of Ron Perlman. Um, when asked if you were eager to see this, your response was, "I guess." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you liked the original one, so I you did. were suspicious of them rebooting it so soon. And, you know, again, I, reboots within 10 years is like something's vastly wrong mm-hmm. here. I'm looking at you, Spider-Man. <laughs> Although, the new Spider-Mans I really yeah. like, but it's like... Tom we, Holland's uh, Spider-Mans are really good. It's the first Spider-Man who actually looks like he might be able to be in high school. Yep, and Spider-Verse. Don't mm-hmm. Spider-Verse. Oh, yeah. Um, you liked the way it looked. You were cautiously optimistic about the story and performances. Um, I, too, said, hey, there's tons of action, no story. I was cautious, also liking the first two films. Definitely a we'll see. Um, I expected an uneven story. Um, didn't think that this would grab people the way that a lot of the other big tentpole films were. Uh, Max, so what yeah. was your, at least, how, how much can you remember of your experiences with Elfo? So little. If I, if I forgot a lot of Captain Marvel, I've forgotten almost everything about Hellboy. Yeah. It's, it's not good. I mean, no. I, okay, David Harbour, who we I only knew from playing that he plays Sheriff Hopper on Stranger Things. Yeah, he was okay as Hellboy. He had some of the physicality that Perlman did. I liked the fact that he had a heavier New York accent. And I'm done. Yeah. It's just the story's all over the place. The mythologies are munged together. The supporting characters, I remember one of their names. That interesting character that was the clairvoyant Alice. She was okay. <laughs> you remembered one more. Yeah, I don't remember any of the other. Even Ian McShane was boring. And how Ugh. do you do that to Ian McShane? I don't know. Because we were both looking yeah. forward to him. And, and He's Mila Jovovich is... Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. You <laughs> forgot, right? She, yeah, she is yep. definitely in. She was Lady in the movie. Or... <laughs> yeah, that's it. I've already forgotten yeah. the character's name. I don't remember her motivation. The only scene that stands out to me is the one that has no business being in the movie, and that's this weird encounter with Baba Friggin Yaga. I remember watching uh, that, going, "Why is of. this in the movie? This is like, I swear, it's like." Oh, they did two movies and they accidentally cut and paste one of the scenes in. Yeah, apparently, if I remember correctly, Baba Yaga does show up in one of the Hellboy comics. Okay, that's fine. She didn't belong in the movie. No. Um, and I, you know, and I don't remember. Was there an origin in this? I think there was. Uh, I think so, and it's very rushed. <laughs> yeah. See, I don't remember. I, I think. Yeah. It's, I think it's more of it. In the first movie, it gets a whole scene. In this, I think it's a very quick flashback. Yeah, so we're still left not really sure. Is this taking the place of the earlier films? Is it somehow in the same timeline? Um, I think it leaves us with one definite sure statement we can make, and is that we're not looking forward to any more. No, I, yeah, Um, I don't think I'd see the next one. I remember so little of this film. I remember, you know... 
I might like him in other things, but the actor who plays Hellboy has nothing on Ron Perlman. Um, I remember finding him just kind of, I don't know, he just didn't have the presence. It's just like, some actors can be great and just be wrong for the part, yeah. and I'm going to go out and say that that's what the issue is here. He's just not, to me, he's just yeah. not Hellboy. He also doesn't um, bring anything unique to the character. No. He, it, it's too much like he's sort of, he's not like doing an impression of Ron Perlman, but he's like, okay, I'm going to do Ron Perlman's Hellboy. I yeah, if that. Um, I remember him being a little bit more bumbling um, oh. in this than than Hellboy in the original films with Ron Perlman. Mm. Um, Ron Perlman doesn't bumble, <laughs> uh, nope. really. N- mm. Complete lack of bumbling. The bumbling upsets um, Holmes no end. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I just yeah. I remember the things exploded. I think there's large chunks of of London. Didn't London wasn't London in this? Uh, I, think, I think so, but was, was I, Paris I, there too? Or I'm trying to remember if the the Millennium Wheel was. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Some, yeah, I think some it was large European city that was gray because yeah. the film spent a lot of time being gray. Uh, exploded, so it kind of like when whenever you start doing stuff like that, it's like, oh. hey, you know, that's a really big build. Oh, isn't, ex- Maybe you isn't Excalibur in there too? No, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. There's a sword, something. That's the thing. You just don't care. It's one of these movies no. you. Do not, you are not invested in the characters at all. So I want to go out and say that the trailer in this case, the one that we saw yeah. and talked about, was a perfect representation yeah, of the film. I'm afraid because, so. It really told us what to expect. Yep. No story, uh, lots of splody, and a uh, bunch of stuff we didn't remember. Yeah. On even, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Hellboy, you know, I, I hope that they're done. Um, I feel bad because I like the comics. Uh, I enjoy, I think the first. Hellboy film is, is arguably better than the second. I like the visuals in the second a lot because Guillermo de Tomo starts cracking his knuckles and goes, oh, you didn't see Pan's Labyrinth? Well! <laughs> and it's like, let's make some really creepy stuff. Um, so, mm. yeah. I, it's not great, no, but it's enjoyable. I think that's all it deserves. This one? Yeah. Nah. <laughs> What's next? What's next? The Show. O oh, elders, fleet and strong and wise, appear before my seeking eyes. Shazam! Shazam! <laughs> yeah, sorry, that was from the old TV show. Yes, uh, I would also like to point out, I got, when I was doing my nerd thing of uh, talking about what the, the acronym Shazam stood for, I got one wrong. When, Zeus. When it, are you not I, doing your nerd thing? Huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said wisdom twice, Solomon and Zeus. Zeus is... And I, I, in my in my defense, Zeus's attribute is way vaguer. It's power. Ah, I assume it's supposed to be the lightning. The power to do it with anybody as anything. That's right. Turn, <laughs> turn into a shower of gold, or a swan, or a bull, or whatever you want. I'm pregnant. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, power. Power of Zeus. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, so. What did you think? Shazam. Well, we have to tell people what you thought oh. originally. Oh, me? So originally, okay. mm-hmm. you thought it looked bright and colorful yep. and fun. Uh, you were thrilled that there was actual daylight, yeah, uh, unlike were... other films such as Aquaman. Damn, I can't <laughs> stop, stop doing, doing that. that. Um, you thought that the trailer gave a lot away of the first act, yeah. but you didn't know who the villain or what the major conflict was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, you uh, wanted to see the film. Yeah. Um, I thought the movie would be an origin story. Big surprise it was. Yeah. Uh, I also thought it looked like fun, which, you know, unlike most DC films, those two words fun and DC don't tend to go together. Um, I didn't think it had any of that needless grit uh, or nastiness that seems to be prevalent in a lot of DC films. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought it showed enough to get people intrigued, but wasn't going over the top. And of course, you forgot how the main character's name is Billy Baldrick and (laughs) Dwayne The Rock Johnson will be playing Black Adder. (laughs) Oh, man. I still think our version would be so good. Yeah. Um, With Rowan oh, well. Atkinson as, Shaz- as Shazam. And yeah. But what did you end up thinking? I liked it. I think it's a lot of fun. I think the trailer, I think the trailer, it pays off. I think it is bright and colorful and goofy. There, It is not without its problems. Uh, Such as? Oh, boy. Well, first of all, this is supposed to be like for kids. There's a lot of murder in this for kids. Yeah, the monsters are kind of, yeah. They're, well, A, the monsters are scary. B, they are completely uninteresting. I mean, they're supposed yeah. to each be a representation of the seven deadly sins. I guess. The, yeah, unless except for the fact that they tell you that, you'd never yeah. know. 
And it wasn't one of the deadly sins puke? Because I think that... <laughs> yeah, nausea. One of the de- seven deadly sins, yeah. Now, well, one of the monsters was basically puke with, like, those vampire fangs. Yeah, right? that that's pretty kind of much. Yeah. I don't know if it was yeah. gluttony or what. It, it, you know, yeah. th- those were just generic. They were not yeah. interesting. Even no. the big bad, first of all, t- they got wrong. Yeah. Dr. Sivana is not a failed Shazam. No. And he, I mean, it's okay. You want to do someone else? Let's do someone else. But this character has been established in the mythology for a very long time. And the whole thing with him is he is the classic mad scientist. He's not a guy who trades punches with Captain Marvel. And he's not a wannabe Baron Mordo, the Doctor Strange villain. He is a scientist. He uses super science to go after Shazam or Captain Marvel or whatever. That annoyed me. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I did not, but here's the thing that if you can look at it this way, do you think it worked within the context of the movie if you didn't know anything about the comic? I think it worked in that it wouldn't annoy you, but I think as such, I thought he was really uninteresting. Hmm. I mean, there was nothing different about it. There was nothing distinctive about him. He could have just been, ah, I am an e-. It's. I think they stole the idea from Marvel. It's like, ah, I am an evil version of you, slightly more powerful. Like, wow, where have we seen this in almost all of the Marvel movies? Shh. Yeah. Marvel is great and good. <laughs> Please let Marvel into your life. Oh. <laughs> uh, I, li- I also, there were character aspects I really liked, them, including stuff about the foster care system. I thought that was both really interesting and really kind of gutsy because nobody likes yeah. to put that in movies. And I do have to say again for the not for kids part, where Billy finds his birth mother... That's really a tough scene. Yeah, that's the DCest part of the film. That is. That's where they really said, nope, nope, we can't have people being happy. <laughs> it's not. So it turns out Billy is not, wasn't lost. He was literally abandoned. Did I hear laughter? Quiet, quiet. <laughs> yeah, um, I thought the action scenes were good. I really liked the, the whole the thing we got from the trailer, which is he's a little kid in a superpowered grown-up's body. I thought they handled that really well. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really nicely done. Uh, I had a little trouble with the sudden inclusion of the the entire Marvel power pack. Which you actually did mention when we talked about this. Mm. You brought up names and everything. Yeah, that's, that's another problem. What is his name? He can't Who? call him Shazam. He can't call himself Shazam because every time he says his name, he'd change back. Nice to meet you, Superman. I'm Shazam. <laughs> oh, crap. He, Maybe he just sort of, like, moves his hand in that way. It's like, my name is, y- you yeah. know, it's, and you know. And none of the others, none of the other Marvels get names. I mean, Mary, I don't know, is she going to call her Mary Marvel? Who? They're, obviously, they're not calling Freddy Captain Marvel Jr., but then there's three more. Yeah. I did like the guy. I did like that the video game kid when he's throwing a punch and is yelling "Hadouken!" <laughs> <laughs> I thought that made me, that made me laugh. Yeah. What about you? What you think? It was fun. Um, I'm not going to go out there and say it's it's a really big, fat, memorable. Got to see this many, many times. Movie, but it was fun. I enjoyed what they did. I have absolutely no idea how they're going to work this in with any of the other DC. Except films. we know they do because at, I know at in, in one of the closing credit scenes. Spoiler: yep. Superman's groin shows up. <laughs> well, that's what we see. Is that actually Henry Cavill's jock or I, not? I don't know. I, maybe they couldn't uh, get him. And that's why we only see Superman show up from the neck down and from I, I the groin a, forward. <laughs> it was a stunt jock. Yeah, I'm sure. probably. Uh, you know how we could tell it wasn't him? It didn't have a beard. <laughs> <laughs> um, they took what is arguably a very goofy property mm. and... They didn't beat the crap out of it. They they more or less hammered it into a shape that would be more palatable by the average student mm. studio uh, audience student. Oh, <laughs> I don't know where that came yeah. from. Um, I would go see a second one. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't like be on the edge of my seat waiting for it, but I'd go see a second one. Um, I did feel badly for Jimon Honshu, mm. who I felt was not only wasted, but it's like the original. Um, Shazam. Can I say that and not change? I guess I can. Apparently. Um, it wasn't that he had done something terrible or had, you know, otherwise 
made a horrible mistake. He was just old. Yeah. It's like, hey, it's my time. I'm passing on the power. And we get to see Jimon Honshu basically playing this failed, doddering old man. Mm. And that's kind of it, which was kind of too bad. Um, there are some moments that, that kind of would confuse or frighten very small children. Yeah. Um, I think, that, you know, the ones that are 10, 11, 12, they're fine. Yeah. But, I don't think you can scare them with anything. Yeah, it's not for small children. You, I, I think that that I think one of the things we brought up too was that at the time we were talking about the trailer, it had been out as a trailer for a long time, yeah. not as long as Aquaman. <laughs> Damn. Um, but it was starting to be like, have I seen this? Have I missed this? And it was about time for it to come out. Um, but the trailer itself pretty much gets you ready for what the film is. Yeah. Um, you don't know what the major conflict's going to be. Um, the ending where they, where the Marvel family shows up was was a lot of fun, and it actually made you feel good for the characters. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot. I, I would I would put this at a solid B minus. I would call it um, a B plus. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it had, it had a few too many. I'm a little bit more critical than you yeah. are, but a few too many story problems that I had trouble with. But some good stuff, some laughs, uh, and a superhero that you know actually made us smile, which rarely happen yeah and i also i like the fact that they they point out okay he's got superpowers why does this automatically mean he has to be a hero i love the fact that he's basically like hey i'm gonna go out and sell pictures of myself take a selfie with with shazam because why wouldn't you what yeah. am i supposed to do there's no one there to guide him and, nobody and he's, his one mentor died yep and he's very much uh, you know a teen of the time like oh yeah make sure you like and subscribe my youtube channel and yeah, I wonder how well that's going to age. Yeah, well, you can totally understand too why he just basically ignores everybody's attempts to be friends with him, like his new foster brother. Mm. He's like, you can tell I've been this through this before. I'm not doing it again. Yeah, I've been through you know, the system. This system. I'm gonna why get close to any of you? I'm gonna be taken away again. Yeah, I'm gonna run away and try and find my mom. Mm -hmm. Which, well, I'm I'm actually glad they deal with that yeah. in some way. Um, it's it is unpleasant, but at least we don't have to have that hanging over his head yeah, forever. Yeah, it's like yep, nope, and and the family is so nice. Like at the oh. end, it's like they're all together as a family, and it's like this is really nice. Nobody fell off something. No one has mm -hmm. to go around going, "My parents are dead." <laughs> um, no. it, I mean, maybe some of them are, but you know, the the foster family was really yeah, the cool. Foster and parents was... are really nice. They're good people. Yeah. You can tell they're good people. They met through the foster system themselves. I like yeah. that. I thought that was a really nice thing. Yeah, and but. I, I do have to say the sequel bag at the end. Uh, yeah. I really hope they they say they're going to bring the Rock as Black Adam in, which is good because again, as I said, I said before, that's brilliant casting and it would really work. But DC wouldn't know a cunning plan if it pieces of purple <laughs> danced on a table and said, "Cunning plans are here again." <laughs> yes, death and famine are stalking Metropolis like two big stalking things. <laughs> DC, you still have a shot yeah, at doing the Black you guys, Adam film is, with Billy Baldrick. <laughs> yep, this is this is an opportunity to print money. Yeah, I'm all superhero, my lord. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sequel bag. Yeah, the sequel bag at the end, where we're introduced to another classic uh, Captain Marvel villain or Sparkle Fingers, whatever we're going to be calling him. Who? And I'm going. Really, you're picking Mister Mind, the super intelligent <laughs> caterpillar. <laughs> you have Black Adam right there. You want us to also... I mean, is this going to be one where there's three villains? I really hope not. I predict, and I will, mm -hmm. I predict that if they use the Caterpillar, they will bring in Mr. Takitani, who will eat it by mistake. I hope so. I predict. <laughs> I wonder if they're going to bring in Uncle Marvel. Uh, isn't he just a guy, an old guy in a suit that he calls himself Uncle Marvel? Yes, although I think he actually, ah. yeah, he wears a Captain Marvel suit, but he has no superpowers. I think ah. he has a derby, too. Mm, derby. Kerwood Derby. Yeah. Um, so, we have one more film to yes, go, and that do. was Avengers 4 Endgame. Mm. The show. Uh, Max, you noted at the time that the trailer was very bleak. Yeah. Uh, we both did. Uh, you noted Cap's line about, if things don't work out, I don't know what I'm going to do as being very powerful, which it was. Yep. Uh, this was a movie everyone was waiting for. They almost didn't have to do a trailer. Yeah, they really could have like, just said, here's the release date. Done. Yeah. And they, they showed you stuff, which is interesting because... They were very powerful moments of the film that, in a way, had almost no bearing on the plot. Yeah, which is cool. Which is cool. Yeah, I like gave surprises. Nothing away. That um, was good. I expected. 
I expected this to be the end of the Marvel Universe as we know it. To be fair, we don't really know if that's true or not, but it sort of feels that way. Well, it's they're done with Phase 135 or whatever it is. I the only I thing don't it promised, means. yeah, the only thing they promised was things were not as bad as we thought they were going to be. Yeah. Um, we we I bet that there would be no Adam Warlock. I win that bet, yep. which really wasn't much of a bet. Mm. <laughs> Uh, I thought we were going to lose Cap and Iron Man. Uh, can we do spoilers? It's actually yeah. still in the theaters as we write this, but uh, that is not entirely true. No. We do not lose Cap and Iron Man. We do so. lose Iron Man. And, oh. <laughs> yeah. You've ruined it for everyone. We tell um, them at the beginning, man. They know what they're getting into. Besides, spoilers! Besides, they're already... You know, you, you know they're required by federal law to have seen this movie. Yeah, that's true. Because if you haven't, your taxes go up. Yeah. Uh, uh, Max, what did you think? Um, I really liked the movie. I think it was big and epic and remarkable. There was a little bit of a sense of, okay, who else can we cram into this? Yeah. It's very crowded. It's very busy. But it's also parts of it. A lot of the stuff with Tony Stark uh, are very are very moving. I like the way that they deal with that it's five years after half the universe disappeared and the world is still trying to deal with that. Mm. Which, slight spoiler alert, comes uh, comes up in Spider-Man Homecoming. In a really interesting way that yeah. I didn't see coming. Didn't either. Yeah. And I think they handle that really well. Yeah. Uh, I think it's... I think given the sheer number of characters they had and the number of storylines... You mean all of them? Yes, all of them. <laughs> I thought they handled it well. My only real problem, and this is just a personal thing, is they use time travel to solve things. Time travel equals bad. I really don't like time travel in in especially in superhero movies. It just feels like cheating. Yeah, and it's just way too much Deus Ex Machina. I thought you were Deus Ex Machina. Yeah. So yeah, again, that that was not enough to ruin it for me. I I think the battle scenes are very epic. I think we get more interesting ideas about Thanos. We get some really uh, interesting takes on some of the characters. I really liked it. I, I thought it was really good. I Again, I think it had a lot to live up to, and a lot of it feels like fan service. Mm. But I liked it. What about you? I think it was very uneven. Mm. Uh, it starts off, unlike Avengers 3, which was not quite as long, but dang close, uh, Avengers 3 said, hold on, here we go, and they you can't let go because yeah. you'll get lost. The first half of this film is very slow. Yeah, and they do true. some stuff that, that is necessary. You get to see what people are doing to have dealt with this. And there's a really great scene of Captain America in a support group mm. for people who've lost their people and what they've been trying to do in the last five years. Yeah. Um, and that's very cool. But you're sitting there feeling like, hey, we got a lot of ground to cover. Uh, can we pick this up a little bit? Um, the first half of the film feels uneven as well. Not only slow, but it feels uneven. Hmm. And let's be fair, you can't just watch this film. I know because my sister came to visit when this came out, and I thought she had seen the Marvel films. And I said, hey, uh, if you're, you're coming in a couple of days, the film opens. We have to get tickets now. Do you have interest in seeing this? Because I know we'd seen Thor Ragnarok together. Mm -hmm. And she said, yeah, sure. And I said, like, okay, cool. And there were still decent seats, so I got them. Then she texted back right after I bought the tickets. Um, the only Marvel film I've seen is Thor Ragnarok. Is that going to matter? Oh, oh. oh, dear. So we made her watch uh, Avengers 3. And she was cheering at the end. She was really into it. And she, it's, thankfully, she understood enough. She got to watch it. But if you had not seen Avengers 3 or a bunch of the other stuff. You, this, yeah, this was kind of like watching, I don't know any of the later Harry Potter films that's like as a film they can't stand on their own they have to build on once before you know it's very different um, it's difficult I've got uh, actually one of our listeners uh, Franz Joseph Haldwitz oh yes how is he doing <laughs> very good he wanted to see um, Endgame and I said did you see the Infinity War he said no I said how many of them have you seen and he had seen a couple and I'm going okay well really I'll put together a list and we should watch and I'm sitting there going Wow, there are a lot of these you need to see. I mean, yeah. my God, I and honestly, that's kind of nasty of Marvel. It's like, wow, you know, yeah, if you want to get these two, you got to watch these. What is it? There are 22, 24 Marvel movies. You need to watch like a dozen of them. Well, and here's the thing. It's, it's a big bet because they're saying you need to do this, whereas it's very easy for people to say, well, if I have to do all that, I'm not going to watch any of them. Yeah, well, I think they collected on that bet in spades. Yeah, and... 
the ending of the film, the last half, mm-hmm. is epic oh, and yeah. it is big and there's giant fights and the stuff with Tony Stark is quite honestly the standout of the entire film. Yeah. Um, since Max has given it away, there is a funeral scene that will have you going, "Who's that? Yeah. Who's that?" And you have to go look them up because there is no way you're gonna know. Nope. But it, it felt very Marvel. There mm. have very been very few times in Marvel's history where they have like all the heroes getting together for a funeral. The death of Captain Marvel was one of them. Yep. And this felt like that. And it felt like, yeah, from now on things are going to be different. And I'm sure they are. Oh, How? He, I don't know. He means know. the death of Captain Marvel in the comic books, the male Captain right. Marvel. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not No, because yeah. Carol Danvers is fine. Yeah. Uh, as we see, she basically shows up and goes, boom, see ya, yep. and leaves. Um, and again, her part in this film is necessary, but we learn absolutely nothing about yeah. her. It's like, literally, you have to watch her movie so she can come in and sweep things up. That's that's it, which mm. is kind of too bad. Um, so I don't think, I definitely don't think it is the best Marvel film. I don't think it's the best Avengers film. It does what it needs to do. The good parts are really good. The less good parts are fine. They're not great. It's If you compare three and four, three is by far the better film, I think. It's a lot more exciting. Things hold together. They get a lot more done. But... If you're a Marvel fan, if you've enjoyed the films, you're going to want to see four. And even the parts you don't like, it's it's worth getting through them to see. Especially Tony Stark. Tony Stark is still a major star of the Marvel Universe, even though he's no longer alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm looking right at Spider-Man uh, Far From Home. Yep. And it works great, because the, the relationship between Peter and Tony, even though it barely lasted, is so cool. It and is. they do it so well. Yeah. So in general, it looks like we were... Uh, pretty spot on yeah um i think uh we you felt a lot better about toy story which you were initially like meh yeah um about although you would not put it in its and you wouldn't put it in the top three of four of the four toy story films no. um otherwise we were pretty uh th- the trailers were actually pretty truthful this time, yeah, time around they, they uh, did we i don't think any of them really misled us but next week next week next week with we've decided we hate each other Yes, we do. Yeah. Grr, Max. Yeah, grr. I hate you. Grr. you. No, we're, we've decided, you know, we've been taking it too easy on each other. Showing, oh, let's see movies that you should see. Let's see movies. Yeah. So we're calling this one, You Can't Make Me, You Can't Make Me, You Can't Make Me. Bow. Otherwise called Pain Frank the Box. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Each In this next series, each of us will take, will choose... A movie that we believe the other person will hate. And we make them watch them, and we don't have to. That's right. And I get to go first. Yeah. Okay, Mike. (laughs) This is going to be an infliction. I'm trying to be fair. This is a sequel. I did not see the first film. I don't know if you did or not. Mm Mm-hmm. But next week, while I will do the things like looking up trivia, going over the plot such as it is, Max will have to watch and comment and be questioned and grilled on... Sherlock Gnomes. <laughs> oh, you bitch. <laughs> oh, no. This is the, the anime, the sequel to Gnomeo and Juliet. It's a sequel? Yes. Hey, but it's got major stars oh. like James McAvoy and Emily Blunt and Maggie Smith and Michael Caine in it. Stop talking. You're making it worse. I've heard, ab- I've heard about this one. It's supposed to be awful. Good. So next week, I inflict oh. some pain on Max with Sherlock Gnomes. Until then... I'll get you Gadget next time. This has been a co-production of The Voice of Max and The Movie Wrench. Thank you.